What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the None of Your Business podcast, bite-sized edition. Today's podcast is called Watch Your Tone. Have you ever had like a, a parent or a loved one say, hey, watch your tone? Watch your tone with me, young lady. Watch your tone. And then you also have this phenomenon where people always say, well, I don't like text because you can't read tone. Yes. Oh, I hear that all the time. So why is yeah. tone, tone, why is tone so important? Tone matters. Because tone, if you don't have good tonality in the way that you speak, the words that you're saying can be highly misinterpreted. Well, we talk about in sales, uh, Jordan Belfort says that the real idea of sales is to control the subconscious conversation that's going on in your prospect's mind. And tone is one of the ways that you're able to do that. We communicate an awful lot with tone. So actually the fact that people say, well, you can't read tone means that the words, just the words themselves don't actually convey what you're trying to say Absolutely. in the absence of tone. So what are some ways that people can use tone to their advantage? And also how can we practice that? Because a lot of people, we know a lot of people that they just talk in one monotone. low monotone and it's really hard for them to sell because, but then people are like, oh my gosh, this is so boring. It's so hard to listen. It's just like hard to listen to you right now doing that. But I mean, so here's the thing about tone too. I think that the most effective communicators on the planet are really, really good at tone, mm. right? And, and they say a lot of the way that you communicate doesn't have to do with the words. It has to do with your body language and your tonality. So for instance, I'm going, I, I'm going to answer your second question first, but for instance, when you're talking to a pet, like your dog, you literally can say any word you want in the same tone that you use for walk and they'll still know that you're going to take them on a walk, right? T uh, animals respond to tone and children Babies also respond to tone. So that's how much tonality matters, right? Mm. So give me an example, like dogs respond to tone. So like if I was going to say our dog's name's Dexter and I was going to say, hey, Dexter, you want to go for a walk? Like that's how I talk to him when he wants to go for a walk and he gets all excited and he starts spinning around. But if I was going to say, hey, Dexter, you want to go for a taco? He would still get excited and think that he's going for a walk because he hears the tonality of my voice and associates that with a specific action. How do you tell other commands with a dog? How do you tell Dexter to sit or stay? So I say sit. So that tone is different. Yeah. So you, stay. so you could just say like fork and he would sit, you think? Uh, he would probably sit. I wish but you he was here. But we you could couldn't, but you couldn't <laughs> say sit or hey Dexter, sit. Yeah. Like, so he hey doesn't, Dexter, you he doesn't sit? hear the words. Right. He hears the tone and then reacts to the tone. And you, you said that children do that same thing. Absolutely. Children are masters at using tone. That's how children get what they want, right? Oh, so if you have true. a child, you know, like that's, you know, especially if you're like a father and you have that daughter and she's, you know, three or four, but dad, it's tone. But dad. And every, every three and four please. year old knows how to do that. Right. Right. And they, they don't they, say dad, please. Right. Like it just dad, doesn't please. work that way. Or and we know if they want ice cream or are we going to go get ice cream? Yeah. Like it's that. And, and what happens, see, is, is we have that innate ability to communicate as children when we're young because we don't have the vocabulary. So we leverage tone in order to communicate excitement, sadness, um, in order to, you know, perspective, possibly 
manipulate, yeah. right? To get your way, you leverage your tone. So what about then in the business world? Well, I was going to say, but that means if that's what children do, that tonality is a deeply ingrained part of our levels of communication. And what happens as you get older, you actually step away from utilizing tone effectively. So it's almost like you need to go back to being a kid and learning how to use that. And so in business, it's highly important to use tonality to get your point across, to help somebody down that sales cycle, to effectively communicate expectation, um, all sorts of things, well, right? I mean, I mean uh, and I'll be super stereotypical. Empathy, like yeah. the super intelligent individuals, scientists, Mm -hmm. who are going to do a presentation on some scientific discovery. Do you expect that to be a very entertaining presentation with lots of tonality? Or do they get up and they say, well, recently, based on a study of 256 subjects, and it, and it gets read because the more intellectual that you're trying to be, right, in your brain, the less tone Ooh. you tend to use. You, you want to win people with your words. And what I think that we need to understand is that words are great, but tonality is what people are actually listening to. That's what's moving them. That's what stirs the emotion. That's why you well, start to fall asleep when it's that monotone intellectual conversation. And this is really, really interesting because when you're talking about being monotone and having a more intellectual, analytical type of conversation and it's eliciting that logic most people when they're engaging in you engaging with you in business they're making what we call emotional buying time decisions so if you're wanting them to be highly engaged with you purchase your product engage in your service you also need to get them into an emotional state to connect with them so tonality helps you to connect and get them into that state and out of that logic right and so the last thing is for any of our listeners or our viewers who need to work on this yeah how do we practice this because here's what i'm going to say is you know our our daughter, she was a cheerleader and through middle school and high school and did the, you know, the competitions. And one of the things that struck me was how much makeup they had to wear. Right. And I was like, why are you, why are you wearing so much makeup? Right. And they were like, well, you know, from afar, when you're viewing, you know, you, you can't, you can't really perceive that. And they make these funny faces and yeah. they're super hyper exaggerated. Hyper exaggerated if you faces. Are, if you're yeah. a performer, a Broadway musician, if you, you know, do um, theater, you know, you have to hyper accentuate. Right. So even, you know, the monotone guy and you're like, all right, so do tone. And they're like, okay, how's this? Okay. So two tips to answer your question, okay. right? So I think that you're right on the money. You have got to hyper exaggerate your tonality when you're trying to practice it. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you're trying to get a really solid point across, you got to make sure that you're using your tone and you're using your pauses and you're doing it in a way and you're practicing. So how do you do that? Two things. Number one, Practice with your pet. We already said kids or pets practice, like practice with your dog using tonality, different tonalities with different words to start to understand how those make an impact, right? And then the second one that's always, for all of our clients, it's been really effective is reading children's books. 
Mm. There's a ton of different tonalities that occur in children's books. And think about when you read books to kids, you use your different voices and you use the different tones to make the story engaging for them. So reading kids books, read read them to your pet, read them to your kids, or just read them to yourself. That will help you practice tonality really well. And I'll just throw one out there. Not necessarily, you don't have to video yourself and post them on social (laughs) media, but singing as well. Listen to your favorite songs and attempt to sing them. Because here's what happens. Happens. And so we're not concerned with you being able to hit the notes. I'm not saying to post them and become a professional singer, but we are encouraging you to expand your range. Yes. Um, the last tip is that <laughs> males tend to speak. Their speaking voice comes predominantly from their chest and females, mm. their speaking voice comes predominantly from their nasal cavity, from their head. Oh, it's the difference of this to the difference of this. And in order to have tone, you need to be able to do both. Yeah. Right, So you want to be able to move your voice from a speaking voice and move it all the way up to like, oh, I don't care. Oh, look at and that's what the, like the children's books. And then the little rabbit said, oh, no, don't hurt me, big bad wolf. That's how then you talk. the wolf said, right. here I come. And so practice using those ranges. Expand right. your ranges and then understand that when you're communicating, when it's all on the line, when you're doing a podcast, when you're doing a presentation in front of a thousand people or you're one-on-one in a sales presentation, that tone matters and that you always must watch your tone. That's all we've got for this week. We'll be back again with another edition of your None of Your Business podcast.